0: 15 Av Tzaddik, His Conversations 504 Man is unique in his greatness. The Rebbe said, When a man goes like this with his hands, a movement like this takes place in all the worlds. And when he goes like that with his hands, a movement like that takes place in all the worlds. 505 He said, If they turned a man inside out, They would see that thousands upon thousands of worlds depend upon every single sinew of his body. 506. Once I was speaking with him about the confusion and depression I experienced when trying to carry out certain mitzvot, such as washing the hands before bread. All kinds of doubts would come into my mind about whether I had adequately fulfilled my obligation. I have already told you, the Rebbe replied, you shouldn't pay any attention to such thoughts at all. I spoke to him a great deal about these problems and told him that the very fact that I knew I shouldn't pay attention to such thoughts was itself a source of anxiety. He said, Don't start thinking at all. This is a remarkable piece of advice which applies in all areas of life. It so often happens that people are overwhelmed with confusing thoughts, and the more they try to put them out of their minds, the more insistent the thoughts become. The best approach is not to start dwelling on them at all. One should ignore them completely and simply do his part and carry on with what he is doing. 507 Once, the Rebbe was speaking about ge sidelocks side locks which are curled. He did not reveal anything explicitly about this, but I did understand certain hints from what he said. I now remember that there was a discussion at the time about the verse, His locks are curls. Song of Songs 5.11 and he said that this is the same concept. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom, 238 The Rebbe was once speaking to one of his followers. In the midst of their conversation they heard someone reciting the evening Marav prayer. He was up to Hashkivenu and was saying very quickly and remedy us with good counsel from before you. The Rebbe said to his follower, See how this man is saying remedy us with good counsel, running through the words? Doesn't he realize that he must say these words with great emotion and feeling from the very depths of his heart? This is a most precious prayer. You must always beg that God have mercy and grant us good counsel and advice that we may be worthy of knowing what is right. See his wisdom, number 52. If you truly want to serve God, You must understand this well. Plead before God and ask that you be worthy of His good counsel. The Rebbe himself said, When the day begins, I surrender my every movement to God. I ask that every motion I may make be as God would want it. I ask the same for all my children and other dependents. On Shabbat and festivals, I also surrender the entire day to God, praying that every action be as God would want. Then, as things occur that day or that Shabbat, I am not disturbed that my observance might not be proper. See his wisdom number two. Understand this. The Aleph Bet Book. Vision. B. Nine. A person who is afraid of immoral thoughts because of the beautiful women he sees while out in the street should recite the verse, Behold, the mighty ones will cry outside. Isaiah 32.7 This will save him from wandering eyes. Ten. Staring at an etrog is a cure for pain of the eyes. 11. When those with clear vision look at the knives used by ritual slaughterers, they can see the vessels of the Holy Temple. 12. Those with clear vision can tell who a person's Torah teacher is merely by looking at him, provided they already know what his teacher looks like. When a student learns the Torah's laws from his teacher, his face takes on a resemblance to the one teaching him. This is because halakha is the wisdom that makes a person's face shine. See Ecclesiastes 8.1 By receiving the law, he receives a portion of his appearance, their resemblance increasing with each additional law the student receives. 13. Pain of the eyes is sometimes harmful. 14. Stealing damages one's vision. Kitzel Likutei 2, Lesson number 8 3. A person's mind and understanding protect him from sexual lust. The explanation for this is that there are three distinct mental faculties in a person, and each one of them acts as a partition between him and this desire. For the primary way that this desire gains power over a person is when a spirit of foolishness possesses him. Therefore, every person must know and remember that any time these sexual thoughts want to overtake him, God forbid, He should flee from this fatuousness at once and set up the partitions of the mind in front of this desire, since true intelligence protects a person against this desire exactly like a wall or partition. Understand this well, because it is impossible to explain it fully. Still, every person will understand for himself how to flee and to divert his mind from this spirit of foolishness and to draw himself toward the intelligence and understanding that serves as a partition in front of this desire. 4. The essence of prayer consists of supplications and pleas for compassion, and compassion is mainly dependent on knowledge and understanding. But when the other side leeches from compassion, God forbid, that is, when the other side takes pity on a person with its compassion, inducing him to throw off the yoke of Torah study and to involve himself only in the study of languages and the like so that he should have an abundant livelihood or when, through its compassion, it tempts a person to make his Torah study secondary and his job primary, then compassion becomes tainted and it is transformed into anger and cruelty. In turn, the person's understanding is constricted and he is then attacked by sexual lust, God forbid. At that time, prayer is in a state of strict judgment, which means that the person prays with demands rather than with supplications and pleas for compassion. And when he stands up to pray, he just wants to get it over with. And then the other side leeches from these prayers and it swallows them up. In this situation, a very powerful tzaddik is needed who is able to pray in a state of strict judgment and with his prayer to engage in disputations with his Creator. Now, the other side wishes to swallow up his prayer too, but when it does so, the prayer of this powerful tzaddik lodges in its throat, causing it to choke and to regurgitate everything it swallowed up previously. In this way, this same tzaddik also deprives the other side of its own life force, and he thereby rectifies everything. In consequence of all this, converts to Judaism are made, and God's honor is increased and magnified. In turn, Prophecy becomes prevalent, leading to the refinement of the imagination, and people then attain perfect faith. As a result of this faith, the song that will be sung in the future is sung, which is identical to the voice of that person who is suited to give reproof. Then a person can add and give a good fragrance to souls through his reproof. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The Melancholy Saint he realized that he had returned to the exact same place where he had been at first. Looking at himself, he realized that he had not moved at all, or if he had moved, it had been at most by a hair's breadth. He had moved so little that no one other than God could measure it. The tzaddik was very surprised at this. Here he had flown so far through so many universes, and at the same time, he had not moved at all. This showed him how precious in God's eyes is even the slightest motion. When a person moves himself even a hair's breadth in this world, it can be considered more than thousands of miles and even thousands of universes. This can be understood when we realize that the physical world is no more than the central point in the midst of the spheres. This is known to masters of astronomy. Compared to the supernal universes, the entire physical universe is no more than a dot. Reb Letters Year 1 Letter No. 202 With Thanks to God, Thursday, the 8th day of the 10 days of repentance, 5596 My dear beloved son, I arrived here safely in Breslov yesterday. You have no doubt heard already what happened to me in Ladizin. By God's kindness I escaped. All your breakers and waves have passed over me. At the moment I still do not know where I will spend Yom Kippur. Just now, as I am writing you, the order has arrived from the police that I must travel to Nemerov immediately. All this is certainly God's loving kindness and miracles. I am prepared to set out at once. As far as I am concerned, they are doing me a great favor, because the enormous dangers that I have experienced thus far are simply beyond description. I am trusting in God's kindness that I will return safely home and, with God's help, soon." At the moment, there is no time to talk about this, because the holy and awesome day, Yom Kippur, is rapidly approaching, and I am very busy. God willing, after Yom Kippur, I will write you a somewhat longer letter. Fortify yourself and be strong, my dear son. See and understand that everything is pure vanity. Many of the things that you are frightened of are, no doubt, already behind you. As it turns out, it was really for nothing that you neglected what you did because of needless worry. So it is with every person, every day. I spoke about this at great length a few years ago on Shavuot, how the evil one finds some postponement and distraction for every day, particularly in these times, with all that we are going through. Therefore, remember well that a person has nothing in the world but the present day, today, if you will listen to his voice. The words of your Father praying for you that you will be sealed for a good year, a good long life, and peace. Nassim of Breslov. Reb Letters, Year 2, Letter number 453. From there you will travel to Breslov to honor your mother, may she live, by which you will be performing a number of important commandments, as you will understand for yourself, and most likely you will stay here until after this coming Shavuot. If our friend Reb Abelah also comes with you, so much the better, provided that he first move out of his father's house with his wife, to eat at his own table, as I discussed with him in Medvedevka. It is possible that my son's son-in-law of Avram Leib, may he live, will also travel with you, as he too wishes to spend a few days in Uman during the counting of the Omer before Shavuot. May God guide you and your companions on the true and straight path, in accordance with his good will, so that we may merit from now on to start being as he truly wishes us to be. We have no consolation for troubles we have endured in the past, nor any way of escaping them in the future through God's compassion, except by the merit, power, and holy Torah teachings and conversations of our holy and awesome Master, Teacher, and Rebbe of holy sainted memory. He is your holy Grandfather. May his merit stand you, me, all his holy descendants, and all our comrades in good stead. This will console us for our deeds and our toil. There is much to say, but I am extremely busy now before Pesach. May God grant you and us a kosher Pesach and may we meticulously avoid any trace of chametz on the simplest level. May we also be particular about the chametz of the mind, since this is the key to holiness, and may we guard our thoughts from evil ruminations and from all kinds of bad convoluted thinking. May we thereby straighten out the crookedness of the heart and not, God forbid, question God's ways. Rather, we should just know and believe that everything that happens to a person is for his good and we will return to the Lord our God every time, for He will forgive abundantly. May we merit to be happy, to celebrate, and to rejoice on this approaching holy festival of Pesach, since in every generation a person is obligated to see himself as if he went out of Egypt. How great are the acts that God has done for us in this generation, that we merited to be in the Rebbe's holy portion, and not, God forbid, God forbid to oppose Him, especially you who, thank God, are one of His holy descendants. God forbid that we should forget the faithful kindnesses that God did for us by revealing to us such laws, such awesome deep advice, such a revelation of Torah teachings and of godliness. Come and look upon the might of your Master. What shall I say? What shall I say? Each person, according to his own heart's perception, is obligated to say, I have witnessed marvels. How wondrous are your works. My soul knows it well indeed. See Psalms 139.14 Then he must bring joy into his heart every day over the enormous kindnesses and miracles that God has done with us in this way. This is especially true on Pesach, when it is a mitzvah to relate at length the tale of the Exodus from Egypt, the essence of which is what is taking place in each and every generation. May God allow us to fulfill, speak about all his wonders. Let us be happy and rejoice in His salvation. The words of your true friend forever, waiting for your speedy response. Also, if the letter with the money has already gone out, quickly answer this letter so that I will know how to proceed in connection with my journey to Uman after Pesach, God willing, to work on fixing our study hall. Salvation is in God's hands. Nason of Shemot HaTzadikim Pressler. Names of Tanaim and Amoraim, Chet Bar Rav Chaviva, Chaviva Misura De Prat, Rav Chaviva Bar sormaki Rav Chaviva barav Yosef Bar Rava, Rav Chaviva Barid Rava, Rav Chaviva Michuzna, Rav Chaga, Rav Chaga Bar Khana, Rav Chaga De Tsipori, Rav Chagai mid roma Rav Chaga Kuzama, Rav Chaga Ben Elazar, Rav Chagai Hanishlach L'Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, Abba Chilfa, Abba Chigra, Rav Chidka, Rabbi Hunna, de Rabbi Ami, Rav Hunna, Rav khuna Safra Rav khuna bar khoni ha-ma-agel. Khoni ha-ma-agel bar bar de Sidra, Rav Hunna Barchia, Choni Hamma Agel, Choni Hamma Agel, Barbarei de Choni Choni Hakoton, khunya Ben Yosef Ben Paxas, Rabbi Hunya Yaakov Me Ephratim, Rabbi Hunya Dimin Chavran, Rabbi Chutzpit Hamaturgamon, Chizkiah Achiv Shelhillel, Chizkiah Benoshel Rabbi Chiah Hagadol, Chizkiya bere de Rabbi Chia de Rav Kahano, Chizkiya Avi Ikesh, Chizkiya ben Barate de Rav, Rabbi Chizkiya Talmud Rabbi Yermia, Rabbi Chizkiya Akia, Chizkiya Barabal Yuti, Chizkiya berebi Parnach, Rabbi Chizkiya Chokek. Rabbi Chizkiya Bisman Abaya, Bar Chatia. Rab Nussan's Prayers 2, Prayer number 34, on the Kute Moharan 2, In your vast compassion, Help me attain holy, refined, and pure consciousness, Jewish consciousness, consciousness that is associated with the land of Israel. Rescue me from damaged consciousness, from consciousness associated with the rest of the world. Be gracious and give me holy wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. In your vast compassion, help me and save me so that I will travel and quickly reach the land of Israel, the land of holiness, the land of life the sight of the essence of holy consciousness, intelligence, awareness, and wisdom. Bring me swiftly from the diaspora to the land of Israel. Perform wonders for me as is fitting for you and as is fitting for our forefathers and holy rabbis, not in accordance with my evil deeds because you perform righteousness with all flesh and spirit. Do not repay me in accordance with my evil. Repairing the Damage to God's Honor Refine me and help me so that in my lifetime I will rectify the great damage to your honor that I brought about with my evil lusts. Because of them I committed all of my transgressions, sins, and offenses before you, from my youth until today, doing that which is evil in your eyes. As a result of my every transgression, sin, and blemish, which damaged your great and holy honor so deplorably, my consciousness was blemished so as to be on the level of the consciousness associated with the diaspora. Because of my many sins, I was deeply distanced from the holy consciousness associated with the land of Israel. Master of the world, King of glory forever, you created the entire world with ten statements for the sake of your honor so that your great and holy glory would be revealed, magnified, beautified, elevated, and uplifted in the world. That is the purpose and essence of all creation." As the verse states, everything that is called in my name and for my honor, I created it, I formed it, indeed I made it. In your compassion, help me rectify the damage to your honor quickly, swiftly, and speedily. Help me and save me in your vast compassion so that I will always flee from honor without any wiliness or guile. Every time that you compassionately send me some honor in accordance with your goodwill, help me and save me. Give me the might and power to muster all of my strength. So that I will not claim any honor for myself. May I not gain any benefit from honor. May I not use it for my needs or well-being at all, heaven forbid. Instead, may I raise all honor to Hashem, to the King to whom all honor is due, and thus raise honor to its root. Every time that I receive some honor, may I know and understand from which divine statement that honor was made, that statement being meant specifically for that honor. May I not use honor for my own needs or benefit at all. Rather... May I receive honor with holiness and purity solely to magnify the honor of Hashem in order to maintain the world that was created with the Ten Statements for the sake of that honor. May great and wondrous illumination enter that statement that was created for the sake of the honor that you pour on me. May my honor be entirely the expression of that statement, as in the verse, In his palace everything makes a statement declaring his honor. Master of the world, Give me the ability to gain the strength to attain all this. Give me the strength to stand in the king's palace. Master of the world, you know that I am so far from every holy matter that I begin to speak about that I have no way or path in my mind to open my mouth to say anything about it or to placate and appease you as I ask you to help me reach it. I have damaged and spoiled a great deal. I am so far from you, from your holy Torah, and from all holy matters with ultimate distance. I have descended shockingly, and there is no one to help me. He subjugated my heart with toil. I have stumbled, and there is no one to assist me. I am not even aware of the little strength that I still possess. My mind grows weaker with every hour and moment, and I am unable to restore my spirit. My Father, my Maker, my Redeemer and my Deliverer, you gaze and look to the end of all generations. Your glory fills the entire world. And you always bring everything to completion in accordance with your will. Since the day of creation of Adam until today, regarding all of the blemishes, transgressions, sins, and offenses that Adam and his offspring have committed, and all of the ways that they have angered you until today, you have always brought everything to completion in accordance with your will, every day, every hour, and every moment. And this is especially true regarding my own blemishes and flaws. Even though I have offended you a great deal from my beginning until this day, I believe with complete faith that even now you bring everything to completion in accordance with your will. Therefore, even now, from the place where I am at now, I hope and look forward to complete salvation from now on. May I cast everything away from me and travel to the land of Israel, the Holy Land, and arrive there quickly. There may I recognize the greatness of the Creator and the greatness of the true Tzaddikim through whom we know Your greatness. May You be blessed forever. Therefore, I have come to seek and call out to Hashem, Eternal God. I will call out to the Supernal God, to God who completes what He promised for me. He will send forth from heaven and save me from the disgrace of the person who hopes to swallow me up forever. God will send His loving kindness and His truth. May He help me Save me and strengthen my heart so that I will truly yearn, pine, and long to come quickly to the land of Israel. May I engage in all of the actions necessary to make this journey until I come soon to the Holy Land, the land of Israel, the land of life, the most beautiful of all lands. It is the beloved, good, and expansive land that you favored and bequeathed to our forefathers, the land that you seek out always, the land that Moses prayed 515 times to reach. Help me, grant me merit and save me so that over there I will truly draw holy consciousness onto myself, the consciousness of the land of Israel. Truly bring me back to you in complete repentance. Help me and save me so that in my lifetime I will soon rectify your blemished honor. May all of the blemishes that I caused to your great honor from my beginning until this day be rectified. May I magnify your honor in the world from now on by telling people of your might and the glorious beauty of your sovereignty, may I take no credit for doing so, because it is for this that I was created.